This is it. As he's uh, as he's uh, quartered, this is the last dance, man. So I'm put on my dancing shoes. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Tuesday. We've got all your Monday night NBA action and news covered. I'm Zach Harper. Got Dave DeFour on the show. Rob Lopez pushing buttons for us on the ones and twos. Coming up on today's show, Dwayne Wade faces off with LeBron James for the final time, maybe. The Warriors move closer to a full-strength squad, and the Bulls, still a dumpster fire. But first, Denver. The Denver Nuggets. Memphis Grizzlies. That's your game of the night, Dave. Nuggets 105, Grizzlies 99. Remember, no Paul Millsap in this game. He's out 46 weeks with a broken toe. No Gary Harris, three to four weeks with a hip injury. But Nikola Jokic was more than enough. 27 points, 12 rebounds, six assists. Monty Morris had 20 points off the bench for Denver. Mike Conley left with a foot injury, I believe a foot injury at one point in the game, but he came back, led the Grizzlies with 19. Uh, they just relied on him way too much down the stretch. Marcus Gasol, seven points, two rebounds, six assists, not enough. The Nuggets managed to persevere. They're in a very tough part of the schedule of the next couple weeks, Dave, and they've got to figure out to win these types of games with everybody out. Yeah, this was, I mean, a massive win. Like you said, missing Harris and Millsap, they've got to figure out how to win games, period. The more they can stack early, the better. And uh, beating the Memphis Grizzlies, that's a big deal. They're a good team. They're a playoff team. They made them look, they made them look like uh, they weren't, you know, at times tonight and Denver's defense once again came to play. You mentioned it it, it helps that they played the Grizzlies though. I was going to say, you mentioned (laughs) that they relied a little too much on Conley. And this is another instance of Conley and Gasol not having enough help, you know, and tonight Gasol wasn't much help. So uh, I still think they need to go out, find a wing. And as soon as they can, I mean, we got four days until December 15th or three days until December 15th, maybe they can swing a J.R. Smith trade before the Rockets do. Yeah, possibly. The The Grizzlies bench did well. They, you know, we had uh, Jamichael Green with 13, Omer Caspi had 12, uh, Shelvin Mack had 14 points. But, I mean, just the starters, like Garrett Temple gets six shots. Gasol gets six shots. Jaron Jackson Jr. gets seven shots. Like, they just, there's just not a lot of balance here um, in terms of volume, right? Like a lot of guys get four to seven shots on this team, but I think you need more balance in terms of the top guys getting shots. Whereas with Denver, you know, Jokic is going to get scoring opportunities. You know, Lyles is going to put up shots. You know, Jamal Murray is going to put up shots. Uh, You know, even Monty Morris steps up tonight. They obviously have a much better offense, but they have an identity on offense where the Grizzlies, it's just, Hey Mike, go do stuff, please. Yeah. I mean, Gasol only taking six shots is not a winning formula for them. He's their best three point shooter. He took two tonight. Good luck winning the math problem. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just too much to overcome. Uh, and especially when you're facing Denver, that's the type of game Memphis needs to win other game of the night. Lakers one Oh eight heat one Oh five. The last time Dave, the last time that Dwayne Wade and LeBron James face each other in, in an NBA game, you know, unless the Miami heat and the Los Angeles Lakers make the finals this year, then we get four to seven more of these contests, which, you know, fingers crossed that will happen. LeBron wins the all-time series against Dwayne Wade, 16 to 15. They were tied 15, 15 going in LeBron, 28 points, 12 assists, nine rebounds. Dwayne Wade, 15 points on 19 shots. He had a rough first half, but uh, got off 19 shots in this game. Kyle Kuzma had 33 to lead the way. Justice Winslow was great off the bench, 28 points. But the story is a cool moment. Like after the game, you know, Dwayne Wade throws up a garbage three-pointer to try to tie it. Uh, there's a scramble for the ball. LeBron throws the ball in the air. Game over. But uh, but then they get to embrace. There's a little bit of a tackle from Wade. They get to have a moment. And as cynical as we can be, as cynical as I can be about sports, that was a cool moment. Uh, you mean the cool private moment that they had 
in, in front, front of just in cameras. front of a cool 20,000 people and a bunch of cameras. Yeah, no. Hey, you know, I I seem to remember Trey at one point was out on jersey trading. Is he now in on jersey trading? I'm going to need to get uh, a ruling at some point because I'm out on the jersey trading. I don't I don't like it. What? I'm what going you, hold on. I'm going what, team what, old school. Hold on. What do we care? They're they're friends. Like if he <laughs> wants to if he wants to trade jerseys every game, then he trades jerseys every game. We gave, we gave Co- we gave Kobe need to hate each other. Why? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. I will say that the 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 staged social media event there in front of all the cameras. Uh, shout out to Jade. Uh, yeah, that was a little awkward, but it it still man like the end of the game. Wade trying to d up LeBron. LeBron calling for the screen so he didn't have to embarrass Wade one more time. <laughs> right. Exactly. I thought that was super nice. I mean, you know, look, Wade actually was pretty good in, in the end of the third and in this fourth quarter. Uh, I really thought we might get a, a Wade moment at the end. And then whatever happened on that last possession for Miami happened. And, I thought, uh, I thought we were going to get a Wade moment until they were down three. And then I knew we were not going to get a Wade moment because <laughs> he's not a good three point shooter <laughs> until they needed a three. Uh, Justice Winslow was fantastic in this game. Yeah. He looks Just, really good over the last month, man. I, and so does Kyle Kuzma, so, like young guys kind of figuring it out. Although Kuzma, you know, younger than Winslow, but man, it was a really fun game. If you only watch those two guys, uh, LeBron always is going to do LeBron things. Lonzo had a couple moments. There were some really crazy turnovers where the Lakers were clearly overpassing, but I will say for the most part, the Lakers look pretty in sync. They are having fun moving the basketball. That's going to, that's going to serve them well going forward. Listeners. It's that time. It's Tuesday. That means tomorrow we've got the back-to-back Wednesday challenge on FanDuel. You go to FanDuel.com slash B2B. That's B, the number two, B again. You're going to sign up. You put $5 in that account. FanDuel is going to put $5 in that account as well. And you get to play against B2B listeners every single Wednesday. Shout out to last week's winner, Andre Trotti, a repeat winner. He's winning again. So you got to go on there. You got to sign up. You got to put money in the account. You got to join the back-to-back Wednesday challenge. You got to knock Andre off his throne. He's the, he thinks he's the best here. He thinks he's going to be on the mailbag every single week. So you go in there, you knock him off his throne, you win the contest, you get to be on the mailbag on Friday. Join us, ask questions, answer questions, have a good time. So again, fanduel.com slash B2B, sign up, deposit, get money, play with us. Let's get to the news around the league. We got three items for you. First and foremost, we can kind of pass through this one a little quickly, but Nick Young's got a job, Dave. That's exciting. Nick Young using the hardship injury exception. The uh, Denver Nuggets will sign Nick Young uh, for, you know, a certain amount of time until they start getting some good players back. Uh, as we mentioned before, Paul Millsap out four to six weeks with a broken toe. Uh, we've got Will Barton, who's going to be back at some point, hopefully this month, but he's still out. Uh, Gary Harris is out three to four weeks with a hip injury. They still have Isaiah Thomas and Michael Porter Jr. out for a while. Uh, are you expecting any kind of swaggy moments from Nick Young during this stretch? Uh, I mean, I think that's undeniable. You can't have swaggy on the court without a swaggy moment. I mean, we're going to get something in the first game. Something's going to happen and and we're all, you know, and we're all going to love it. And then we're going to realize that Nick Young is not really a good player when he's not on an excellent team. And yeah, Denver a, is a reason, good, but there's a reason yeah. Steve, Steve Kerr had wanted nothing to do with him as soon as that championship parade was over. Exactly. And, and you know, you mentioned Isaiah Thomas being out and with Monty Morris and the way he's playing, that's probably a good thing. But yeah, I'm sure we're going to get some swag pretty quickly. Uh, but I guarantee that in Denver, they're hoping will Barton is back by Christmas. 
And DeMarcus Cousins, he's getting back. He's reported to the G League, reports to the Santa Cruz Warriors. He's practicing with the team. Uh, I have two questions for you, Dave. One, how much should he play in the G League? Should he just be practicing, or will you, do you think he should get in some games? Oh, I think he should get some games. I think, you know, you got to see if he's in game shape by running him in games. And the G League, I don't, I don't know why teams don't actually use G League rehab assignments like baseball uses AAA rehab assignments. I think it could be something really good. And then you bring a guy back and he's in shape. And so you only have to worry about the chemistry issues on the court. You don't have to worry about him working his way back into game shape. You can get some of that rust off. And in particular, because he's been out, you know, almost a year. I mean, you know, give him five games. Let him see what he can do. And then is this just a way to boost the G League showcase that's coming up? That's that's what this is, right? That's, that's it's, probably what it's this a is. ploy. It's a ploy. It's sponsored by Las Vegas, trying to get us all to go to Las Vegas on December 19th for the uh, G League showcase. Not a bad idea. And then final news. Uh, this Bulls thing just keeps going. The Bulls apparently wanted to report Jim Boylan to the Players Association for scheduling to practice after the back to back. As we know, things went awry. There was a meeting instead. The players are going to revolt. They weren't going to practice all that stuff. According to Malika Andrews of ESPN, uh, Boylan said, I don't think it's a deterrent for signing a free agent. Uh, the free agent we would want is a guy who would want to work after a 56 point loss. Uh, yeah, that's, that's just a whole lot of nothing. No, he see they had back to back big practices. Then they had back to back games. They played three games in four nights and then he wanted to do another big practice because he was pissed and you know he they're playing this thing where he's like no we were gonna have a light shoot around and watch video no 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 No, you weren't that's that's like oh i was just joking no that's bull as i called him on uh, twitter he's a dollar store scott skiles that's basically what he's (laughs) what they what they hired um according to yahoo uh the players contacted uh the MBPA about concerns about his coaching tactics. When asked about it, Boylan said he had no problem with the players reaching out to the players association officials. He said, and I quote, call them. I know the rules. No problem. It doesn't deter from what we're going to work on and what we're going to practice. That sounds like someone who's too drunk at the bar saying, call the cops. Yeah. I dare you to call the cops. Go call ahead. Them. Kick me out. I'm good. Yeah. Call them. This is, I mean, this is going to be, this is not going to be the end of it. Every little thing that goes wrong is going to be amplified because this is the Bulls and this is Reinsdorf and this is Garpax and now this is Jim Boylan. And yes, the players deserve some blame, but this is an organizational issue. Well, what's wild is this was the change that they wanted. They wanted to go from the player-friendly coach to the one who the players hate. Think about that. That's a, that's a, you know, that's a hell of a risk. It's the Bulls. Everybody, tickets are running out. If you want to go to Boston Live, Count the Dings back-to-back live podcast show Saturday, March 2nd. It's at the end of the Sloan Conference. It's at the Middle East in Boston, not the uh, part of the world, but it is a place, a venue in Boston. You can go watch us do our live podcast, hang out with us after, have a really good time. Tickets are on sale to the general public. VIP is sold out. But go to patreon.com slash count the dings, become a Patreon subscriber, get into the Discord, and then maybe you can get a, a VIP on the ticket on the uh, secondary market. You can go to count the dings Twitter or Jade's Twitter page at Jade underscore Hoy for ticket links. Again, March 2nd at the Middle East in Boston, end of the Sloan Analytics Conference. Come see our live show. 
All right, we've got other games from Monday night. Let's go to them. Sixers 116, Pistons 102. No Blake Griffin in this game for the Detroit Pistons, uh, and they lose Joel Embiid, 24 points, 8 rebounds. Andre Drummond actually had a good game against him, 21 points, 17 rebounds, 3 blocks. Jimmy Butler left with a groin injury, did not return. He was scoreless in 10 minutes. Uh, Frickon Korkmaz, 18 points, 4 made 3-pointers. Those 18 points off the bench were a career high. And Luke Kennard had a career high. 28 points, made five threes in this game, but it didn't matter because the Pistons aren't very good. Uh, they continue to lose games. Wizards lose 101-109 to the Indiana Pacers. No Oladipo in this game. No John Wall in this game. He has a foot, uh, left foot is sore. Uh, Miles Turner, what a monster. 26 points, 12 rebounds, five blocks, just throwing shots left and right at the rim. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich had 22 points. Darren Collison had 17 assists. Bradley Beal had a great game. He had 30 points, was, was really good, was really controlled. Kelly Oubre at 23 off the bench, but Otto Porter also uh, just seven minutes before leaving with a bruised knee did not return. Uh, Wizards continue to be the Wizards. Celtics 113, Pelicans 100. The Celtics have now won six straight games. The offense is clicking, Dave. And this team, no Kyrie Irving because of shoulder injury. No Al Horford because of a knee injury. No Gordon Hayward. He was sick. Aaron, Bang, Aaron Baines had a, a, you know, an ankle turn, and yet they still come out there and put it on the Pelicans. Uh, they were phenomenal. This team, I've, I've deemed them they are back, they are fine, and they have turned the corner. Well, as the great Anthony Mays has pointed out, the Celtics run a mid-major offense, uh, and I'm not surprised that they look pretty good with a lot of mid-major players. And uh, yes, they had a nice little run of five or six games where, where their offense looks better. But I think tonight you actually get to see what that offense looks like when you only have one guy as the fulcrum. And that was Mook Morris. I mean, he was just ridiculous. You move that guy from, he, he goes from mid range, you know, Carmelo Anthony wannabe to a guy who's shooting like three feet behind the three point line. And you've created a beast. I mean, he's a yeah, monster. He's so good. I mean, I, I think as, as long as they get guys back, like I think, I think he's the sixth man of the year. I don't think it's Lou Williams. I don't think it's Montrez Harrell. Like, I think it's Marcus Morris. I think he needs to start. I think he needs to be the four next to Al Horford going forward. I think he needs 32 to 34 minutes a game. He's been one of their most consistent players all year. And if he's going to, I mean, he's probably not going to go five of eight from three every single night. I don't know. He does it most nights. <laughs> it's insane. I mean, he's having a hell of a season. And I really do think it's important to have a guy that actually can do what he does. And tonight at one point <laughs> they had, uh, they had Brad Wanamaker in the corner and they essentially had Mook running the point. And yep. he was doing it, and it was, and he was good. good. Yeah, yeah. He, he he led the Celtics with 31 points in the start, uh, 41 points for Anthony Davis, and it didn't matter because it's the Pelicans. Julius Randle had 20 for the Pelicans. No other Pelican in double figures. Uh, Jason Tatum, 21 points, and a great dunk when he split the double team as Anthony Davis didn't play any defense on the play. Pretty good. Yeah, King. I don't think Anthony Davis is right. I think there's something up with that ankle. Yeah, I, think, I also think he doesn't want to play in New Orleans anymore. <laughs> Kings 108, Bulls 89. Uh, the only interesting, there are two interesting things from this game. Uh, one, De'Aaron Fox went nuts in the third quarter. 16 points in the third, finished with 25 points, six assists, four rebounds, four steals. Uh, almost outscored the Bulls in the third quarter by himself. They had 18, he had 16. And then uh, after the game, uh, according to the Sun Times, a Kings player or Kings players were walking back to the locker room and uh, they've been reading the papers because one of them said, uh oh, another two and a half practice for them tomorrow. Two and a half hour practice for them tomorrow. So uh, things are great in Chicago. Good job. Good job, Jim Boylan. Good job, Carbacks. Bucks 108, 
Cavs 92. Giannis Antetokounmpo did not play, has a neck injury, but Eric Bledsoe was there. 20 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists. Malcolm Brogdon at 18, 5 and 5. Chris Middleton, 16 points on 16 shots, shooting just 30% from the field over his last six games. Colin Sexton needed 18 shots to get 15 points. Larry Nance Jr. had 16 off the bench. Thunder 122, Jazz 113. Dave, that sounds like a close game. It was not a close game. The Thunder put it on the Jazz in this, in this contest. They were just destroying them. They were up by 24 entering the fourth quarter. Paul George, 31 points, four steals. He had five of six from three-point range. Russell Westbrook had his sixth triple-double this season. 12 points on 18 shots, but also 11 rebounds, 10 assists. Steven Adams was really good. Rudy Gobert had a double-double and also complained to the refs constantly because that's what he will do. Jazz still can't hit from the outside. They're 11th game this season under 30% from three. Uh, but Paul George, man, Paul George is having a great season. I said tonight that I think that he should be in the conversation for MVP, which, you know, is like eight to 10 people right now. You know, that's I'm very generous at this time of the year. But what he's doing is, is pretty unprecedented. 24 points a game, eight rebounds, four assists, two steals, almost a block. And he is legitimately anchoring the best defense in the league with a defensive player of the year type season. I mean, he's going to split votes with Steven Adams because he's also been incredible. But Paul George is, to, to my eye, he's had the best quarter season run uh, of just about anybody in the West. I mean, it's like him, LeBron, Katie, and Steph. And that's about it. That's the conversation for the best four players thus far this season. And Oklahoma City is winning these games in spite of Russell Westbrook's terrible shooting, where he used to be able to shoot them out of games, and now he can't. I mean, four of 18 tonight, he's just been atrocious everywhere outside of three feet all season. And they're still winning these games on the back of their defense, which Paul George is, you know, very, very responsible for. Yeah, the best defensive team in the league. They still don't have Robertson back, so it's it's going to get even better if he can get healthy at some point. And then uh, one concern I have about this Paul George praise, and he is having a great year, but he tends to have great first half of the year and then bad second half of the year. So I hope that he can keep this going. Mavericks one hundred one. See the sandals. No, Mavericks one hundred one. Magic seventy six. I'm not talking about playoff piece sandals. Are you kidding me? garbage ass sandals it's like when isaiah thomas had the brinks sandals are you kidding me absolutely not mavericks 101 magic 76 both teams sucked in this game it's just the magic sucked a lot more uh luka Doncic has seven points on 11 shots but he did have 11 rebounds nine assists harrison barnes with 19 jalen brunson had 17 uh jonathan simmons at 18 everyone's favorite all-star big man nikola vucevic eight points on 15 shots 16 rebounds <laughs> wolves lost to the warriors 116 108 draymond green is back Said he still wants to win Defensive Player of the Year based on Kawhi winning it over him one season when he when Kawhi Leonard missed a bunch of games. So Draymond Green is focused in on getting that DPOY. He wants all that max money. Uh, Andre Iguodala did not play in this game. Right hip tightness. Curry, 91 of 81 from three on the season. Just ridiculous. 38 points, seven rebounds, six assists. Carl Anthony Towns had a nice game, 31-11 for the Wolves. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, Derek Rose, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson all cleared 20 points in this game. And then Clippers 123, Suns 119 in overtime. De'Anthony Melton hit a baseline jumper to send it into overtime. Lou Williams left this game with a sore, ha sore hamstring and did not return. Uh, Shea Gilders-Alexander was just so good. 16 points, five assists, hit some big shots. DeAndre Ayton had 20 and 12. Gallinari had 25. Western Conference Player of the Month, Tobias Harris, 33 points, eight rebounds. Uh, end of this game was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, they were back and forth quite a bit. And, you know, Shea actually missed a nice little baseline jumper that I thought was going to seal the deal. 
uh, with like 40 seconds left or something like that. My memory escapes me on this, but uh, yeah, ultimately the Clippers pulled it out and that's just what happens to young teams, right? Like the Suns are just not very good. Troy Daniels actually had a crazy layup to tie it up late and just, they just didn't have enough. You know, they, they make the little mistakes here and there and they just add up. But really what I was looking at was Trevor Reza who looked much better tonight. Now that it's pretty close to the time he can be traded. It's funny how that happens, Zach. Just, uh, just, just in time for the old trade season. All right. Line of the night. Anthony Davis, 41.7 rebounds in the loss to Boston. Tobias Harris had 33 and eight in the win over the Suns. Paul George, 31 points, four steals in the win over Utah. Steph Curry, 38.7 rebounds, six assists in the win over Minnesota. LeBron, 28, 12 and nine. And one big jersey exchange with Dwayne Wade for the social media people out there uh, in their win over Miami. Dave, where are you going? I'm going Steph Curry. I mean, 38, seven and six makes it look easy. And as you pointed out, he's now 91 out of 181 on the season from three. He missed like what? Eight games, nine games, and is still tied for the lead in total three pointers made, which is just insane. That tells you the kind of run he was on before he got hurt. I'm going LeBron James had nearly a triple double, had the Jersey exchange. Cool moment. I'm not letting cynical me take over. I'm, I'm going to enjoy this last battle with Dwayne Wade and, uh, and, and especially the win for the Lakers. That's going to do it for us. Make sure you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash count the dings like that. Share it with all your friends and family back to back returns with basketball buds on Tuesday. We're going to have Lang Whitaker joining the show. Uh, we've got nerd. She wrote coming out on Thursday. B-O-M-M podcast on its own feed. New episode from this Monday. we got special woke bros from last week with Alex Spiro. You can find that on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Like, subscribe, rate, do all that stuff. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this, The Daily Ding. Rate that, review that as well. Uh, back-to-back networks, Kian Fahey's NFL Pod, The Interceptable, and of course, The House of Strauss. Thanks for waking up with us. Go cook your egos. Go eat your yogurt. Go to work. Pretend to work all day. Read The Athletic. Read The Internet. Uh, argue about stuff that doesn't matter. Dave, hit me with a ding-ding. Ding-ding. Ding-ding.